This is TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. Before we begin this week's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about our fundraiser that's coming up and what you can do to help. We are asking for everyone who has been listening and watching the episodes with TTLT to send us a video. It only needs to be one minute long and to tell us how TTLT has impacted you. And most specifically, how has TTLT helped you become a more independent teacher? I'll be putting these instructions also in our Facebook group. In, which is T-T-E-L-T, but I wanted to just talk to you about it. Just please begin your video um, telling us about, telling us your name and what city and country you're from and what level of English you teach, and then just talk to us about how T-T-L-T has impacted you. Has uh, a particular episode helped you with students? What, it, what did you learn from a TTLT episode that helped you become a more independent teacher? And our idea is that for all of the teachers who have been impacted by TTLT, we're gonna create this big montage video and that's gonna be our promotional video to help spread the word about our fundraiser. And so you're going to be helping to let the potential donors know how TTLT has helped you as a teacher and hopefully we can then help more people know about it and more people want to help and donate. So please help us by creating your one minute video about TTLT. Thank you. This week on TTLT, we're bringing back Kira Sage. I'm so excited about this episode. Kira Sage, Kira, as you remember, was my student at USC, and now she's actually our social media expert here at TTLT. She's doing a lot to help us um, to improve our uh, social media presence, and she's um, teaching us a lot. You'll remember that she did an amazing workshop about Notion, and now she's got all of us here at TTLT using Notion and helping us to streamline all of our processes. So if you have, weren't able to participate in that workshop, then watch the recording. <laughs> okay, and let's get started. Hi, Kira. How are you today? I'm great, Dr. Rhodes. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to see you. Yes, long time no see since, uh, what, 2017? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's great to get, um, see you, and I'm really excited um, about everything we're going to talk about today. Why don't you begin by telling us a little bit about you? Okay, well, thanks for having me here. I am a corporate language trainer here in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. Um, and before COVID, I was driving around to places like Google, Yahoo, Sony, you name it. I was probably there teaching somebody. And now it's a matter of taking everything that I've known and done and converting it online. That's got to have its challenges. <laughs> oh, yes. It's been a bumpy ride. So what got you interested in using YouTube with your students? Well, um, in the past, I used to drive from place to place and from company to company and teach the employees there as a corporate language trainer. And really, it was just the stress of bringing the textbooks or reading the same things and going through the same exercises, which was kind of boring. And I didn't think that some of the content was necessarily relevant 
for the students and I wanted something that they could be slightly entertained and also get something an easy way to make that grammar come to life and put it in real context for them. Mm -hmm. And so, so what are some ways that um, you've used YouTube with your students? I've used YouTube for dictations, but one of my famous ways is just for speaking fluency. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a, an example? Yes. Should I just get out yeah. a video right now? Okay, cool. Yeah, do it. So um, I work with some higher level students. These are probably B2 trying to achieve C2. And um, it's important that they see things, recognize things and say it immediately. They live in the US, they work in the US and that's why I have the pleasure or the privilege to push them around. <laughs> so for example, I would take a clip, I'd play it, I'd stop it and say, what did you see? Simple as that. see a cat licking the screen. Okay, so was it a short action? Was it a long action? Oh, it just seemed like one thing was happening the entire time. The cat was licking the window. The cat didn't just lick the window and stop, for example. We can visually see that and interact with that and maybe even laugh. Um, so if you wanted to take it a step higher, if you were a cat, would you lick a window? <laughs> Get into some past modals there. I usually do that with fail videos. Like, for example, let's get another one, please, YouTube. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that poor cat. So first, what, what actually happened? The cat. The cat, cat tried to jump onto the bed and missed, failed miserably. Yes. What should the cat have done? Cat should have jumped further. There we go. <laughs> and just like that, you've gotten into past modals in comparison to just simple past. That's great. Um, and it's just, yeah, more vocabulary. If you want to make it a step harder, you can use clips that include some speaking. What was, what did he yell? What did she just say? Mm -hmm. It's really low prep, um, especially, and it's enjoyable on both ends. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I would say is just know when to pause, making sure you have kind of a rhythm there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's... that's yeah, to pause the video and ask a question. Yes, whether you can prepare those before or whatever comes directly from conversation then. Those are my main two ones. Sometimes I grab an Ed puzzle or I'll make an Ed puzzle out of it and then I'll ask more things about, um, especially if it's not dictation style listening, but I'll try and get the gist of something and ask for some questions alluding to the main idea. So where, and where can teachers find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram at the Kira Sage, mm -hmm. and you can always go to my website, languagehack.co. Right, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, being with us here at TTLT, and we're looking forward to everything that's upcoming with you. Well, thank you so much for having me, and it's been a pleasure sharing whatever I know to help others. I loved all of the fun cats that we saw in that video, and I loved all of the great tips that Kara gave us for using um, YouTube with our students. I love that you can adapt it to all levels, and that you 
um, should be able ready to ask questions that elicit the grammar form that you want the students to practice. So make as you're um, choosing what videos to watch, think about what questions you want to ask and how they will help your student practice the grammar form that you want them to practice. And as Kira mentioned, she's you need to know when to pause. So knowing when to pause is really important because um, it gives the students time to think. You gotta remember that think time. And it also, um, you don't want the clip to be too long for your level. So if you're dealing with lower level students, keep them short. And if you're dealing with uh, higher level students, you can have longer clips for them to talk about. So um, those are her tips. And I also love that she talked about Edpuzzle. Edpuzzle is great because it sometimes it always already has the pause built in if you're using it with your students. So you can pause and answer the question that you've already created or that another teacher's created. You know me, I love to borrow from other teachers. But if you've created an Edpuzzle for your students, then you can pause and have them do the answer the question with you. So these are some great tips that we learned from Kira this week. And we have some amazing workshops coming up. I'm really excited about Pearlie's workshop on engaging virtually. And this is Friday, May 21st at 5 p.m. New York time. So Eastern Standard Time, New York time. We hope to see you there. And I'll be doing the workshops this month on Goose Chase. So watch for my episode next week on engaging with Goose Chase and for my workshop that will be done twice. So I'll be doing the same workshop two times, Thursday, May 27th at 5.30 p.m. New York time. And then I'll be doing it again, Saturday, May 29th at 9.30 a.m. New York time. So check the um, time and in relation to your time. And we hope that you will join us for one of those two workshops. Remember, it's the same workshop. I'll be doing it twice. I do it at two different times to try to make sure that everybody gets a chance to participate. We're really excited about this month's TTLT Talks. Last month, we had an amazing discussion about using assessment online. And we all got a lot of great ideas for how to do it with our students. And we, of course, have topics that we um, plan to discuss with you, but if you have topics that you really want to discuss, come to our talk and bring your questions and you'll have lots of colleagues around to discuss any challenges that you're having in your classroom. And we hope to see you there. It's always the last Saturday of the month, unless there's a holiday, of course, but it's almost always the last Saturday of the month no holidays on May 29th. So May 29th at 5 p.m. New York time. And we hope we'll see you there. And I just want one more reminder about our impact videos. So please um, create your one minute video and you can share it with us on Facebook or you can send it uh, to us um, in an email, but uh, please uh, send us your one minute video um, about how TTLT has helped you become a more independent teacher. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Mm -hmm.